Hey friends, happy Monday. This is Tabata from Teen Advisors with a moment of inspiration to get your week going. We are back for um, another week talking about the joy, finding joy in the promises of God. And this week we are joined by Sarah. Sarah, do you want to say hi? Hello. Sarah, tell us uh, your grade and your school. I am in 12th grade and I am homeschooled as well as dual enrolling at Columbus Tech. Awesome. Um, How long have you been a part of Teen Advisors? I have been a part of Teen Advisors for a year, but I did it back when I was in 10th grade, but I took like a year break. So technically I've been in Teen Advisors for two years now. Awesome. But I loved that even when you weren't a part of Teen Advisors, you came to the (laughs) gathering. I did. (laughs) You came to the gathering (laughs) a lot when you weren't a part of Teen Advisors. We loved getting to see you. Um, So Sarah, tell us something fun about yourself. I have three animals. Okay. I have two cats and a dog. What are their names? So the two cats are Lily and Rosie. Lily's nickname is Demon Cat oh. or DC. Okay. So it's AC and DC. <laughs> okay. Um, she's not very kind. Okay. Um, and then we have a dog named Prince. Awesome. Which one's your favorite? Lily. <laughs> I love that. The All other right. two don't like me. Aww. So I think that I'm low-key allergic to cats. Every time I go to Leanne's house, I'm sneezing within the first, like, 15, 20 minutes. So. Oh, that, that's typically a good sign that you're allergic to Yeah, it's, it's kind of rough, so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sarah's going to be sharing with us a little bit, um, a couple of scriptures that God's kind of placed on her heart and um, how she finds joy in those promises. So do you want to start with the first one, Sarah? Um, the first verse is, it's Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, and it is the armor of God. It's the whole segment of armor of God and like why we need it and what it does. So this is the NIV version of it. And it says, finally, be be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith, which with you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. What does that verse mean to you? To me, it means that when we have the shield of faith on, we can get through any adversaries and get through any strife that the devil may throw at us. When we have the readiness of the armor of God, we have the strength to fight against them with God's help and with God's power. kind of makes me think of like... um trying to do something in our own strength, right? Like you said, and then um, versus doing it in God's strength. And it's like, um, it's like going out to fight battle without any kind of weapons. Yeah, (laughs) You know, you're like just out there vulnerable without any kind of protection or um, anything that you can use to kind of help shield yourself. And um, that's why it is important that we put on the full armor of God when we're praying, you know. Um, I know 
I have heard people say that, like, in the morning before they leave the house, they put on the full armor of God. And I pray that over my children when um, they get ready to go to school, usually in the morning. Um, just pray that they're covered in the full armor of God. I think that's so important. One of my favorite parts out of that verse, though, is that part where it says, um, uh, verse 16, actually, <laughs> where it says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And I just love that. Like, I just imagine, like, a superhero and, like, darts, like, coming at them. And they're holding up the shield. And it's, like, making all the darts go away. And it's protecting them, right? And so um, I love that our faith can be a shield that protects us from some of those flaming things that come flying at us throughout our days. So um, how does that bring joy into your life? Like, if you rest in that promise from God. That I can do all things through Christ. Yeah. That, like, nothing that comes against me will stand. Yeah. Like, I have the song, um, Sea of Victory, that God gives me every time I talk about this. The first verse that says, the weapons may be formed, but they won't prosper. When darkness comes against, they won't prevail. Yes. That speaks so clear and loudly to me of just like when we rest in God, nothing can harm us without God's approval. Um, that's a powerful verse. It's <laughs> a, a very, very powerful. powerful verse and a very well-known verse. So what's the other verse that God gave you to share with us today? It is Second Corinthians 5.17. And it says, this is the amplified version. And it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, Parentheses, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as a savior. In parentheses, he is a new creation. Parentheses, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. In parentheses, the old things, parentheses, the previous moral and spiritual conditions, in parentheses, have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Parentheses, because spiritual awakening brings a new life. In parentheses. Um, what does that verse mean to you? Like, what do you hear God saying to you through that that verse? I mean, you are a new creation. Like, you are mine. Like, you are no longer that sinner you were. Like, yes, you may still sin, but, like, you are becoming the woman I want you to be. In my own way, instead of following your own wanting, you're doing what I want now. That's good. I often... um talk about butterflies um (laughs) because I think about um the transformation that they go through when they are um caterpillars and then they turn into these beautiful um new creations they turn into butterflies and they just there's so much freedom and so much beauty and so much like it's just delicate you know what I mean and I often like reference butterflies to this scripture just thinking about like who I was before I gave my life to Christ and like who he's transformed me into now versus who he's still transforming me into, yeah. right? Because this is a process, a lifelong process. Um, but I, I can look back and see where I was, and I'm so thankful um, just for how far God has brought me, not just in my walk with him um, over the last almost 11 years, but even um, in the last six months, I I texted a friend of mine yesterday and I had kind of tears in my eyes just thinking about where God has brought me from like yesterday to where I was like six months ago. And I was just overwhelmed with like gratitude for just some of the things that he's been doing in my life and how he's been working in my heart and bringing healing to places that were broken in my life, you know, and just finding that wholeness in God has been super, super cool. So 
So I think 2 Corinthians 5.17 is a really powerful verse, and I think it's one that's used a lot when people first like become believers, mm-hmm. right? Because we're wanting to encourage them that you're not who you used to be. Um, you're not who you once were when you give your life to God. You're, you're connecting with him, and he's helping you become the person that he originally designed you to be, right? Mm-hmm. So thinking about that verse, how does that bring joy into your life? Just that it doesn't matter like who you were it just matters like who he he's making you out to be and it's really important that you allow him to and you say all right god this is on your terms not mine anymore i want to be who you want me to be and be the woman you want me to be so i'm giving you my life i'm surrendering to you right now it just brings me joy to know that past does not matter in his eyes like it has already doesn't even think about it anymore like he truly is only thinking about me right now and is continuing to push me to be the woman he is continually wanting me to be and allowing him to do that allowing him to fill my life with the people he wants me to be with is just insane and it's so exciting to think about and just to feel and to see in the last two months like I've matured and I've grown up and talking with somebody the other day they I got really frustrated with something and said something that I was just like not who I am anymore yeah and it was I used to have to stop doing what I was doing when I got frustrated instead Instead of having to stop, I continued with what I was doing. And he was like, do you want me to do it? And I said, no, I got it. And he was like, okay, well, I just know that, like, when you were, like, previously, when you've been upset, you've had to stop what you were doing to, like, collect your thoughts. And I was like, yeah, that is who I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Like, I'm the person that I really feel like God is having me become. And I have more patience with myself. I have more patience for other people, which is still very hard to do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, great. And I love that you said that you're having more patience with yourself because I think that's something that people struggle with. I think a lot of times we tend to have more grace and more patience with the people around us, but we're not um, as patient with ourselves. And, I mean, you think about the Lord. He is so patient. And, like, he's never asking us to give something to somebody else that he hasn't given to us already. And sometimes, I mean, there have been things that I know God has been super patient with me in, and I've just been like, man, like, you are so patient, Lord. Like, the way that he still loves me and the, the way that he still sends, like, affirmation into my life and the way that he still cares for me, even when I'm not walking completely in the way that he wants me to be is just so beautiful to me. And when you were talking, I literally just had a picture of like getting a new identity. Like literally that's what you get, right? You get a new identity in Christ when you become his. Um, And I just think about the things that come with that. Like it's like being adopted into a family and, and everything that comes with this family, you now have access to because you've become a part of the family. And Mm -hmm. that's what it's like when you become his, right? Like, you are getting everything that he has for you originally. There's nothing that he wants to withhold from you. He doesn't want to withhold good things from you. And I just think that's really powerful. So, Sarah, tell us what can be our challenge for our listeners this week. Take some time out of your week to either read the context of the verses that we read 
and to have a better understanding of what it means for yourself or to listen to see a victory by elevation worship. Awesome. I think that is a wonderful challenge. So meditating on the verses that we talked about, which were 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, and then Ephesians chapter 6, 6 um, verses 10 through 18. And so taking some time this week to really meditate on those things and let God make it personal to you. You know, it's really cool when you get to sit down with a verse and ask God, like, what are you saying to me in this? Mm-hmm. And just dig for those treasures, spend that time investing in your relationship with the Lord and let him show that to you. Or like Sarah said, um, listen to See a Victory by Elevation Worship. It is an amazing song, a super, super powerful song. Or you can do both. You can listen to the worship music and dig into the scriptures, (laughs) whatever you decide to do. So Sarah, I'm so thankful for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Yes, thank you for letting me. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you and all that you are and all that you bring to Teen Advisors. We're so thankful for you. Guys, we hope that you have been blessed by this episode. We pray that you guys will take the time to share this with somebody that you care about. This has been Tabata and Sarah from Teen Advisors, giving you the freedom to live real 